Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimseski with Adam Atkinson. We're wrapping up the series, episode five, fake foods, shitty marketing companies, horrible people, why it can really ruin your diet. And man, we should actually keep a running list. It, it seems like more of these companies come out. Uh, and I think just purely, purely deceptive in their labeling. Um, go ahead go ahead and name some of the ones that are you're seeing most currently on food logs. Yeah, the most common one seems to always be the Walden Farms products. I was guilty of using them my first prep for sure. Um, I still wonder how much leaner I would have been had I not used those. Um, and those get passed around a lot because they're more dessert oriented. Um, a lot of people like desserts, especially more so when they diet. So they utilize those. So that's one of the big ones. Also, the second are the zero calorie noodles. Uh, they have some kind of um, exotic starch that we just don't really know what the food value is on that. Uh, they also really wreck my client's digestion, both the Walden, both the noodles. Uh, they tend to not be great products. Uh, as we kind of discussed earlier, the breads that are in the tortilla wraps that are like zero to no carbs um, or even just four, you know, so those those stand out the most for me. Uh, most recently, the black bean noodles that um, come from black beans. And then if you look up like four ounces of black beans, they have like way way too much protein in those black beans so and then they lower the carb value even the calories isn't correct but it's definitely carbs you're consuming based on the actual bean so sometimes you literally do have to break down the ingredient and look and say well what actually is four ounces of black beans and if this is claiming it's almost all black beans why has it got so much protein in it without there being whey protein in the product right right and, and you you just zeroed in on everything i could have brought up and i, I want to pick these apart a little bit so starting with things like walden farms their jellies jams sauces things like that you know you're, you're dealing with kind of the first wave of low carb products which are the polyols the glycerins glycerol and you're right to say that they will wreck digestion. I mean, you will, you will get diarrhea, you'll have all kinds of cramping, it'll change your gut microbiome to the point where you're just not digesting even other foods, you know, as well as you should. And there is caloric value there. Like, I mean, <laughs> you don't, just like ethyl alcohol that we consume, you take a shot of tequila, a glass of wine, and you know that label is just incorrect, that all of those calories that aren't accounted for as protein, carbs, or fat, they are something in that in that instance, alcohol, same thing with these polyols. So you can't play the net carb game. And what are you really gaining as somebody trying to get leaner prep for a contest and you need high quality food for energy, uh, that's not going to get it for you. So just, I, I would completely say, just leave that stuff out. And then when you get into the, the breads and those kind of things that you mentioned, very similarly, you know, when they're trying to play that game, maybe there's a lot of soy flour or some some hidden, uh, you know, harsh fiber in there that they're trying to just drop the carbs just a little bit. You know, what's that cost? I mean, how much are you harming yourself with flatulence and bloating and so forth when you could have just had a normal product, perhaps a little bit less, 
and felt great, had that higher quality, better digestible product. So uh, I, I forensically am constantly going through clients' food logs because they're telling me how awful they feel, their, their GI system, um, all of these problems they never had. And it's just so easy to see, oh, look at that food. Uh, and then as we talked about a couple of times in the series, it's really going to impede a lot of progress for most people just because of the inaccuracies. So, you know, c consider one thing for the average American or, you know, global dieter, not preparing for a bodybuilding contest or something that is so precise and meaningful. Sure. If you're giving up a Whopper and a bag of Doritos for this black bean lavash, have at it. Like that's great. A good choice for you. If you're trying to be so meticulous that you're you're living meal to meal to win at a high level in physique sport, this is not the area for you to even be treading. Right. That's a good point for for general weight loss, you know, just that change in lifestyle is going to be huge with competitors they usually already have that initial change in lifestyle still probably bad foods <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't say they should do that but at least you know it's not going to probably show up as this major stall in the weight loss and trying to figure things out it's still better options right absolutely well it's just a way to summarize this you know we we wanted to bring to your attention as our audience the fact that even with flexible dieting if it fits your macros however you want to term macronutrient tracking there are still reasons to look for high quality and high structure ways of eating. Uh, in our Nutrition Coaching Global Mastermind, I was talking last night <clears throat> about the fact that most people who get into flexible dieting, they, they initially love the freedom, and then they come back to higher structure again as kind of a point of maturity because they realize, well, it, it's still better to have enough structure to help my functionality in life rather than just chaotically trying to grab foods. And so it, it, it's funny how we kind of mature into that process. And, and I think, Adam, that was probably one of your main points is we need consistency, we need predictability, we need things that, that help you on all levels of dieting, including hunger mitigation, health goals, digestion, not just, hey, it's just math, eat whatever you want. Right, absolutely. Anything else you want to add to the, the final period at the end of the sentence for this this series? I can't think of anything. I think we covered this one well. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna launch into a couple little mini series, picking apart some very specific things for different client categories, different divisions, and so forth. So we will see you next time with a new series in Contest Prep University. Thanks for watching, everybody.